peace to the gods and goddesses, kings and queens of earth, man and mankind. Uh, thank you for joining joining us here on the I'm in Rock Connections. I'm your host, joined here with Richard. And today we're going to be talking about the political landscape of black people. Uh, excuse me, specifically black people in America and just how the political scene has been working for us and our ancestors, um, some do's and don'ts that, we pro- that we've uh, come across and just um, overall points and facts that we want to point out and just ways we can benefit ourselves moving forward in the future as we come together as a people to work um, better as a collective. So just hashing out better ways to do that inside and outside the political arena. But we just want to spend some time to focus on today's episode, which is um, the political landscape and really how politics has been with black people and how black people have been with politics. So how it's interacted with us and how we have interacted with it. So, but um, like every episode before we... Um, like to start with this, we'd like to start off with some current events that you may or may have not heard about. Um, this one is going to be a topic that I'm pretty sure most people have heard about. And the reason that I um, want to think is want to see it as important is that I want to um, bring up um, the, re- the, the reason why I see it important is because I think it is a good opportunity for us as black people to reflect on um, how one thing that we one of us do can affect the whole community or, or the outlook on the whole community um, or people as a whole. So I just wanted to bring up the um, situation that I'm pretty sure many of you heard of, uh, but the Frank the Frank James incident, the New York subway shooting. And one thing that I definitely want to bring out in context as far as how it pertains to black people is that how it... Um, he definitely had some what I, I what they would call um, I guess black extremist sentiments, you know, feeling, um, bringing uh, uh, I think bringing up a lot of uh, sentiments that um, I think African people feel towards like Western societies and Western cultures, and obviously acted irrationally with these sentiments. Maybe um, you know more than likely was probably under some going through um, some mental health challenges, some mental health crises. But um, the biggest thing is that I do not, I don't, like, I can see how the media is going to take this narrative and basically vilify all black people who are trying to basically empower our own selves and our own community based off of the actions of one um, ill-advised person. So I wanted to take that to say um, that we as black people should definitely be careful of how we move in the world and how we, um, think we should be careful how we move and also how our actions can be perceived by everyone else in the world and how um, we may be doing something that we feel is beneficial to I guess our cause or black people but ends up in the long run being detrimental so I think that's another thing to realize um, with situations like this is that it does um, the, the, the best time for violence, quote unquote, is would be into self-defense, but any other time outside of that, it's just um, extra, it, it, it's just really um, an extra cause that seems unnecessary. So we want to make sure that we take this time to kind of also point out the fact that we, we don't necessarily support the actions. Also that even though he has expressed some sentiments of how black people are being, I guess, treated unjustly, through a, through a system of 
Western, Western and American um, culture, but how that you know necessarily led him to do something that uh, we weren't necessarily in support of. So I think that's a in that knowing the knowing the tactics of Western society and how they will use anything to kind of paint anything with a broad brush or to fit their narrative, we can just, like I said before, I can just see this as uh, um, also just kind of being used to attack a movement that could really help us as black people, which is uh, obviously the black movement of black people working together and doing you know, working together with each other in best ways to um, better ourselves. So I, I don't I don't think that Frank James was necessarily in support or in a line with a cause of that, just more so moving on his, you know, of of his own fruitions, just moving off of feelings that um so moving off of feelings that I think other black people can express of unfairness. And so um just with that being said, I just wanted to point that out and just bring that um to our attention of how we need to be more mindful of how our perception is viewed with um, other people, I think, just in many things around the world, and then also how um, we, you know, the impact that we give to ourselves and the uh, impact that we can affect in our own communities by just um, moving, just moving in certain ways. So I think that's just something important for all of us to get together and kind of have as a distinction in our mind. Richard, anything you want to add about the topic of that? Yeah, what comes to mind is, as you were talking, that there are laws being passed in Republican states that will criminalize black people protesting. Um, They are angry that there's been successes in the courtrooms of black people um, fighting against or asking for reparations, restitution, judgment against those police officers who use excessive force when black people are protesting. So there's that battle that happens, you know, with the victims and those who are victimizing people. So um, we have to be clear that, you know, the actions that the brother James, Frank James, Frank James did, you know, is not something that we condone because we have to defeat this evilness without being evil ourselves. But, um, you know, that's why the topic that we have today is important because um, there are things that control our behavior and we have to understand, or not necessarily control our behavior, but they, um, there are things that will determine what happens to us based on our behavior, you know, like it can even be self-defense or us <clears throat> just responding to something that was unjust that we will wind up being put under the jail. So, um, you know, I remember back in the days, uh, let's see, was it the nine? It was either late 80s or I think it was late 80s. Uh, what was his name? Carl Ferguson. Let me see. He did some shooting on the train. He um, shot up the train in New York City. 
you know, that was like um, 30 years ago. And um, he was frustrated too. I don't know if he had any mental issues. I don't know if this other brother have any, but you know, I mean like, shoot, we all have some mental issues. You know, we're, we're, we live in America. And if you're a person of color in America, you have some issues. You know, you have some, you know, racism does things to you. So, um, you know, like Brother Kane said, we have to find another way of doing these, uh, the fight against injustice, uh, the movement that we have against injustice. And um, we will win. We will definitely win, but we all need to be on the same page. We all need to do it together. Uh, you know, power to the people, right? Definitely. I think that, um, and as you said, power to the people, that definitely segues into my, um, to the topic, or at least uh, to my aspect of the topic that we were discussing as far as it goes with um, the political landscape with black people in America. And to just, um, to give my, I guess to give my overall um, opinion, a synopsis on, excuse me, how I see the political landscape of black people in America, I think one of the biggest things that we, that I can see with our political landscape is that we, they want, we are basically the community that is hit with a lot of, um, I guess I want to say non-tangibles, um, or I'm trying to think of a better word, but basically they are, they are gestures that, uh, or virtue signaling is a better example. So they're they're gestures that show like, hey, we, you know, we're um, we're we're we we recognize things that have happened to you and recognize this, that, and that. Um, you know, giving rec you know recognition to the event, but very little is done as far as in the way of like socioeconomic power to change those things. They're more so just symbol statuses that make us feel good in the moment but don't really do any real social change for us. And I think that's one thing that um, we as black people have to work on is just not being so emotional when it comes to our politics and just a lot of responses in our our lives and in our um, community circumstance and, and basically not moving, um, basically not giving so much energy to things that excite us or... Um, give a lot of rise to our emotional appeal because one thing that I, I, I'm noticing from I guess the um, I guess I want to say necessarily democratic landscape since um, a majority of black people represent or, or well, I'll say identify as democrats is that um, democrats just really seem to just um, come around when it's you know voting time I think there are a lot of um, work that we have to do with not ma making sure that we have the right people in representation for us. I think we have to work on financing our own people that we send into Washington, like from a grassroots level. So we we know the candidate, we ran the candidate, we um, help them campaign, we help fund and raise money for them. So you know the the the. the person running is backed by the people that sent them in the first place Absolutely. and so I think that's a big thing that we have to that we can work on is that we have to be more active in one find you know finding people that want to 
uh, do the right, you know, do the right job in the right position versus just trusting um, outside sources that come into our community and say they want to help our community versus getting people from our community that we know and communicate and interact with on a daily basis to help us. And so I think um, all I've said all to say that I think our political, I think our political um, interaction with the country has been one of, I wouldn't say ignorance, but I think it's one that we could do a lot more study and research in, in the, in the landscape of like, of how, how the whole process works, how we can get more involved in it. And also, um, I even think beyond that, I think it's um, a good opportunity to look at is how we how we can even use what we have already to our own circumstance, or not circumstance, but to our benefit for our circumstance, and how we can. Um, I think sometimes as we as black people, and I think this is kind of the most important point I want to make. I think sometimes we give too much emphasis into the political or governmental structure um not you know not saying that they don't they don't play a part in what we go through and the parts that and the parts that we can use to change them but i think we have more um i think we have more effective power when we as individuals just come together um as a community and just decide to choose to make our own choices uh, with with that that work and respect inside of the law so you know it's just it, it, as an example like if, if we all wanted to help um even as we're doing here as a community center we have a section of place pot, uh, plotted out for a community farm and so if, if you know if more people in the community just got together and worked in ideals at, in such a way to you know make community farms to help with the offset of food or even work on maybe a, com- a community homeschooling um, section for the hope for the parents and things that want to homeschool in, in that region I think there's a lot more that we can do personally with each other outside of the political space that can enhance us um, just as much so and now and one example I would like to think uh, to give to is to say to look at the Hispanic culture where we live we're um, in a southern state here in America and so there's a definitely a lot of um Hispanic influence here, especially over the last, you know, 2000s coming into 2020, these last 20 years, and we can, I don't know about you for Richard, but I um, I can see how the Hispanic people have just grown as a, a people and a culture, you know, they I've seen they started out with, you know, not so much coming here, but then they work, you know, they work, they get together, one thing I mainly see is about the day, they always work together, they're always, you know, seem to be landing and helping each other, and now they've um, it put it, it put them in a better socioeconomic space as far as like property, jobs, businesses, um, and they you know essentially have done it all just within working amongst themselves. You know, no one's passing policies for the Hispanic people or the Mexican people or all these other demographics of people even though it's a, a fair thing that should happen you know should be policies that affect all people but it's just something that we seem to notice um even with the build back better plan how the, the corporate um the corporate end can get their part passed but the part that helps the people can never seem to get pushed through and that's seems to be a, a standing issue whether it's democratic or republican um represent representation in office 
So I think that's, that is a bigger sign for us to just realize that we can not necessarily forget everything in the political space, but that we can also look to see how we can work with each other as a community more to um, not necessarily put so much of a emphasis on purely political answers when we can do things um, working together as a, in a more organic community fashion that can also achieve results as well. Um, Richard, anything lost your chat on that? Richard? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, imagine us together as a community of people of color working together like we're supposed to culturally, also politically. Um, how about we create our own political environment and we can practice politics internally until we understand and have ourselves together to where now we can do it externally. Now we can affect U.S. politics. Now we can affect our state politics. Now we can affect our county and city and local politics. You know, we can affect them if we know what we're doing. But to uh, vote for somebody because you like the suits they wear or, <clears throat> you know, she's so fine, or, you know, I'm going to vote for her. Um, you know, we don't really listen to what they're planning on doing because we, in the most part, don't have aspirations because we don't know how the political system works. So we can start by doing it ourselves, like uh, Brother Kane was saying. You know, we're at the community center. Um, there's space for the forum. We have the community um, forum that if uh, as a collective we decide that we want to meet up and have conversations politically, we can. Any subject matter, actually, at the community center. Um, so yeah, we can affect change in this country for ourselves and of course when we make things better for ourselves we make things better for the country and everybody in it and as the moral leaders uh, in this country we have an obligation to uh, make our footprint big when it comes to politics internally uh, culture internally and politics and culture externally as far as uh, bringing the nation into alignment of what its original intent was. Because, and the reason why I say its original tent, intent is if you look at your home, Kemet, before the Europeans changed the name, overran it and changed the name to Egypt. Um, if you look at the capital city in this country, the country's capital city, it's a mirror image, you know. The capital city built here was based on the capital city of our home as black people when we were together, right? When we, were, when we had our culture intact, when we were building pyramids before the pyramid age, after the pyramid age, doesn't matter. Um, we were our own people and we led the world in all of the sciences. So we've done it before, we can do it again. So, um, if we just get ourselves together, we can make this planet better. Right. Definitely. I think that's definitely um, important how, how you said um, the main aspect. I think that we're both re uh, iterating on is, is working together with that. And I think um, I like how we both agreed on running and getting and working with our own candidates. And also, I think we have to do a better job of 
holding ourselves accountable and also um, choosing the organizations that we give our energy to because I think a lot, I think of what's happening now in America and just a lot of Western cultures and societies that basically um, they we basically black issues are being used as a Trojan horse to basically gain publicity and exposure for a lot of other companies and aspects. So it's basically they want to use our issues to gain publicity and notoriety for their company, but not necessarily um, while only, you know, giving us um, token figures of, okay, so you may empower a few black people, make them spokespersons, promote them in a company, but as a whole, collective of tangibles of black people doesn't do much for the community and space itself. And usually those people um, put in those positions aren't African-centered-minded people as well. Right. So that's another thing that we have to, um, that I think we have to do a better job with is that making sure, um, is knowing that just because um, there was a black person put in front of us or even there's this uh, black organization that is here to spirit charge our, our, our matter just because they have, just because they are black and say they with us, we need to, I think we do need to do a better job of vetting the organizations we give our energy, energy to. And I said that to say because I have also, um, this kind of goes in, back into the current event that I should have mentioned, but very quickly, I'll mention that how it, because it does um, tie to our, I think, our polit- political activism as well, is that there's an um, a infamous group that I'm pretty sure all of you know called Black Lives Matter that has um, basically had to suspend funding in a couple of states due to um, basically... I don't not say off records, but um, a complication. We can say complication with their donation records, missing donation records, basically. So, the states were saying, "Hey, you have all of we have so so many so many millions of dollars unaccounted for in donations. We're just trying to figure out what's happening with the money." And so, and then upon uh, you know the research, we can see you know some leaders in the organization have been using to. The money to buy to buy uh, property in California, mansions that I mean the mansions are what they say are used for you know filming content you know so I guess if a creator a content creator wants to come and film film at the mansion that you know they they can do that at, at, I guess at that luxury you know that that was the that was what I read in the article to um as to why it was you know the reason for buying the mansions but it just seems um that just that on top of the missing records just seem i think um just a little a fun you know funny because I, I would just think people would you know if you want to use something for a, a not hollywood space but for a studio content space i think some you would just buy a actual um office space for that not a mansion that you would try to I guess turn into that so it was just it was just something that um I guess I wouldn't have said to say that I was shocked and surprised at because um just the the BL the Black Lives Matter organization um I mean in concept of what it stood for as far as black lives you know making a voice and um speaking out for those things for the black for the black women for the black women and men that um didn't get their voices to to be heard of I, we definitely can support that but then once you um i guess go and just even um start to look at the core issues that a lot a lot of things be able to promote it i, I don't necessarily think it's something that um 
foundational uh, black Americans may support as much. Um, you know, we definitely, I think, as a culture, are a nuclear family organization, or not organization, but we're a nuclear family community. So I think by the most and large part, you know, black people definitely support the man, woman, and child aspect of family. And so I think just anything that uh, doesn't support that in the best way, in the best capacity, isn't, um, I don't think, necessarily best for black people. And so I think that's just another thing we have to be in particular and in particular of is also um, when we being more attentive, like we said, in the political space, not, you know, also once we get the people that we seem um, suitable, we also need to make sure we stay abreast in the policies and what's happening and the ways to um, communicate and stay abreast with what's happening in the political space as well. So it's a it's a constant, it's a constant um, dance or it's a constant, um, it's a constant show that we have to constant upkeep. We have to keep constantly renewing our information, seeing what we know, seeing what we don't know, seeing what works and what doesn't work and how the political shape has changed. So it's not something that we learn one time and then that's the end of it. It's constantly evolving because there are new figures, there are new people, there are always new connections being made. So it's very important to study these things because this is just on a... Um, national scale, but then we have, you know, global politics. We have things like the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, uh, the, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, just all of these other international policies and things that also trickle down to how that affect us nationally as well. And this is just another realm of, of you know, a political, you know, another tier of politics that we just have to be um, abreast and of definitely at least definitely of the political climate of our country and other countries as well and what the, the the direction politically our country wants to head in I think that's one of the biggest things of all our politic our political interaction is politically seeing where which way the country wants to head in or do they want to support family or do they not want to support family do they want to support small businesses or do they want to support big businesses what is the, the political temperature of the direction that our country is going? So I think that's very important to keep our head on, to keep our um, to keep our eyes open to, as we are keeping abreast in our political awareness and, and political um, seeing the space that we have to one uh, to keep constantly updating our information and seeing how the people and figures are interacting with the policies and with the people and also um, how we how, how the best ways we can interact and work together to uh, either put the right people in place or even just um, work together to create our own system within the confines of the, the policies and rules that have already been set up with that. And so, um, Richard, is there anything else that you want to add and that uh, sparked your mind as we get ready to close in a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I can't remember what it was that I was thinking about Clarence Thomas, um, but I'll get to that. But um, as far as politically, um, it, it really does boil down to culture, culturally, because, you know, as a people, we need to know who we are, um, where we are, where we're going, you know, uh, 
based on where we come from. And of course, you know, there's going to be people arguing about, oh, I was never a slave. You know, they didn't bring me over in chains. Eh, it doesn't matter because if you was here when they showed up, you know, that's where you got, you know, we all got jacked up one way or the other. Just because my family get, didn't get addicted to crack cocaine doesn't mean I don't, uh, I'm not, um, it doesn't affect me when the family next door gets addicted to it. So I have to be against crack cocaine. I have to be against the people bought it, who bought it in here. That's, that's chemical warfare against people of color directly. So we have to understand who we are um, and we have to move together. We have to move together. We're the most fragmented people in this country. Everybody else know who they are. We're the little lost people who try to fit into everybody else's culture because we haven't been taught in school about our own, but we don't have to be taught in school. You can be taught at home. There's homeschool, right? Teach yourself. There's lots of books, you know? Learn who you are and what your mission is as a people, not as an individual. So when we get out, when we, when, when we understand that collectively, um, is where we need to be heading and the individual wealth that we collect. Um, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because some black folks have some money. So as we move culturally, then when it comes to politics, we know what to do. We know who to run. We know who to run out of office. We know who in our midst should run for office um, to do a good job not because we like them and they're gonna do some favors for us because they're going to do the things that as a cultural people and as a mission that we're on uh, is gonna bring us to the right place. And um, that's a, a better country, you know? I mean, like this country should be the shining example of the world, but it's got way, way too many problems uh, with Western way of doing things, you know? So uh, if you wanna, there, there's nowhere else to go. You're gonna leave this country running and hiding, but it doesn't matter. You need to stand up and fight here because wherever they go, wherever you go, they're there too, okay? So if they're not there today, they'll be there tomorrow. But yeah, politically we have to um, get together and we have to decide who's gonna be local, who's gonna be national, our national leaders and who's gonna do the right thing for us. Definitely, and I think, um, I think one thing that you were, um, mentioned that was very important in that um, as we get ready to close is that we need to um, see who fits for office and who doesn't fit for office. And so I think that's very important, like I said, when it comes to updating our political information is that we also have to see where we have gone wrong with things that haven't worked for us. Right. And, and policies are necessarily um, groups that haven't worked for us because I think black people have a, a bad practice sometimes of um, just passing down old habits because that's just what the family did. And I think that is, and in in not that our family intentionally, you know, wants to steer us in the wrong direction but you know I think for the you know for the most part we can just say they just um we're doing the best they could with what they have and so I think that is um important why it's important to just 
every so often come back to the playing field and just re-examine what we're looking at here and how this worked for us, um, how this helped us. And I think that'll be, um, I think once we really comb through our political figures, the policies that have been passed for us, and what has and hasn't been passed for us, I think we will, um, I think when we, when we do it from an objective lens versus uh, a, I want to say, I guess a socio, not a socioeconomic lens, but a, um, excuse me, the word is escaping me right now. Oh, but from a um, political from a political biasness stance of a lens, then I think that's what will help us get a lot further when we don't, when we start to see the policies for um, what the policies can, how they can help us and not help us, or how, even how, um, and not 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 necessarily expecting a, um, a, a necessarily a group to help us more than another group because I think one thing about. Um, Black peoples that we, um, I think we expect the political left or the progressives to be more supporting to us as black people. And I think that's one thing we could, I think that's one thing we should definitely just go back and re-examine because I think it, you know, if we really do the history and the knowledge on it, that we can see that the um, there's been a lot of uh, shifting in the political landscape. So the same parties that are helping us now weren't the same parties that wanted to help us before. So I think if we kind of understand the origins of where these parties came from and what they wanted to do is what, or, you know, what they were doing when they had the inception will definitely help us as well as far as um, understanding and moving in the political scape. So I think that's very important to, like we said, just go, just come back to the drawing board every so often to see how things have and have been working for us. And so um, uh, as we wrap up, we just wanted to mention with some announcement that please make sure that you uh, follow our new Facebook page, Pata Amin-Ra on Facebook. That's P-T-A-H space A-M-E-N-R-A, Pata Amin-Ra. And you will, you will see us on Facebook. And this is basically our interactive page for the Amin-Ra Community and Cultural Center. This is a page where we're just post and post to be informative to keep um, up to date with everyone that's involved and also to interact as well because we have a, a business page on Facebook but the business page isn't as flexible as an actual personal page so we just took a personal page and made it Pata Amin Ra so we can just you know post comment and still keep and interact with uh, everyone who graces us with their energy and presence and support so we again we appreciate everyone for your support for tuning in but again be sure to follow us on facebook at pata amin ra and amin ra community and cultural center and with that richard any last announcements that you have as we uh, wrap up yeah i wanted to say something that i should have said earlier but um um like the u.s senate right one thing that we have to keep in mind that I like to keep in mind is the senators, I call them the millionaires club, right? So you have two senators per state from all our states. So they're like the millionaires club. Um, who are they representing? They're representing corporations, okay? So if the Senate's representing corporations, then who's representing the people, right? So um, who's representing the people are the people known as 
they known as? Uh, what's Congress? Yeah, what's the other name that 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 they're known that they're known as? The, the House of Representatives. Of, yeah, so, that right? so that kind of says that you know if they're the House of Representatives, then they're the House that represents the people because the people, you know, elect them specifically. Right? There's way more of uh, Congress people than there are senators. Right? So we have to um, understand that politics is a tool to direct the people's resources towards the benefit of the people and the nation. And that's the job of the Congress, right? The, the House of Representatives. They're, they're in control of the purse strings, right? They're the ones who are supposed to be the only ones who can wage war, right? Because they represent who? They represent the people. That's why they control the money, and that's why they control whether or not this country can go to war. But if we lose sight of what our jobs are as citizens, then we're not going to represent the people and we're not going to hold Congress responsible for their actions, right? Because there shouldn't be these warfares that we have without saying it's a warfare, right? We'll have a war, we just don't call it a war. We just get some money appropriated from Congress and we go over there with a uh, 10 or 20, 30 billion dollars and we'll just destroy a country, right? We do that all the time. So why are Americans so angry about Russia? Because they don't know about America, their own country. They don't know what American military and their private contractors do around, uh, around the world. So if we don't get a hold to it, then, you know, people around the world hate Americans. You know, they be saying like, oh yeah, we love Americans, please don't bomb us, <laughs> right? But really, they hate Americans because Americans bomb us all the time. They bomb our weddings. They bomb our, you know. So, like, all right, stop crying about Russia and, and think about yourself. And, and there's something positive in politics because if anybody know Marjorie Taylor Greene, I know y'all heard the rhetoric, right? She's straight up Trump supporter, and, and, and she thinks that, you know, the... the the coup wasn't a coup, and you know, so people really hate her. So anyway, she's got this guy Marcus Flowers running against her now. See, that's how we're supposed to be doing things. Now, Marcus Flowers is a brother. I mean, right? So I don't know who he is because I had not vetted him. I have not. We we hadn't had our town hall meeting, right? We we hadn't had our conversations as a community, a family, of people, right? So when we do that, we can have more to share about who Marcus Flowers is and who all the others that we need to start putting up against these crazy um, white people, okay? I'm just gonna say it like that. I'm trying to find a nice word. It's just hard to find a nice word, but that's the way it is. So if you think the white person's crazy because they're acting crazy and they're uh, making laws that will keep you from voting, make it harder for you to vote. <clears throat> and they're doing that. They're even doing the mail again. The same dude that Trump put in there to screw up the mail and slow it down because the, um, what do you call that? When the mail-in votes? Oh man, black people were like so high with the mail-in ballots. And so they decided that they were going to use the post office to slow that process up just so black folks would not be able to get their votes through. 
can't even bring water or food for people in line at the voting at the polls. And it's just all kind of ways to keep black folk from voting. And the data is there. People do data. People look at the numbers and people see the gerrymandering, you know, and, and all that stuff. And they say, file, you know. These are people who are specifically targeting black people to minimize their ability to vote. So you know how important it is. So you got to get out there and do it. So I'm tired of hearing black folk, oh, it doesn't matter. We're not, it's not going to change anything. Of course it's not, because you're not voting. That's why. So come on to the community center. Let's all talk politics. Let's get our forums together. And let's do what we need to be doing for the community. And there's a quote that I have. Ask not what the community center can do for you. Ask what you can do for the community center so the community center can do for you. That's my quote. Yes, and I think that's perfectly stated So I because I think it just speaks to the reciprocity that we all need to make sure um, every uh, a fair system has in it. We don't want to give to the country and the country doesn't give anything back to us. And we don't want to just take everything from the country and not give anything back to the country. So I think it's the same concept with the community center and really all things and aspects of our life. We should make sure it is built off a principle of reciprocity and that um, what you give in is what the what you give in uh, is reflected back and not necessarily in the same thing, but in um, I guess equal value to the two parties as well. So I think that's important and the system that we definitely have to work on. And we, and again, we will definitely, uh, excuse me. And again, we will definitely be looking forward to hearing you from, we'll be looking forward to you joining us. Excuse me, I must be tired today, everyone. We look forward to you joining us next time here on the Amara Connections. Like I said, please feel free to follow us on Facebook at Bata Amara. And again, at um, our backup page will be Amara Community and Culture Center. We appreciate you joining us here on Amara Connections. I'm, I'm your host, Kane. I'm Richard. And we appreciate you for joining us here. Peace to all the gods and goddesses, queens and kings, man and mankind of earth. And we will see you next time here at the Amara Connections. Enjoy your night.